What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Uh, you know, just waking up, uh, get, get me a nice cold glass of tea, you know, that kind uh-huh. of stuff. Uh, this is going to be an interesting little, morning show, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got some crazy stuff. All right. So uh, do you remember the two joke? Let's start with the two jokers in uh, Venezuela. You remember those two uh, uh, those two guys that mm-hmm. decided they were going to mm-hmm. just storm the beach in like sandals and, uh-huh. and like, tank tops and they were going to kidnap Maduro and and get him out of the country or whatever. And yeah, they were going to overthrow the entire country of Venezuela. Do you remember them? Right. I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Th- they got 20 years in jail in Venezuela. Yeah, that that's um that's a life sentence. Isn't in it? Venezuela, like, where it, like they don't have enough food to feed their own populace, do you think they're gonna have enough food to f- feed prisoners? I mean, <laughs> or or just the conditions of the jails down there? Even, I, yeah, I don't think they're gonna make it out of that. Word to the wise: Don't try and single-handedly overthrow a country. Just like to throw that out there. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try that. Especially when it's a so, dictator. I mean, it, it, yeah, the, they're saying that the lawyers, the the two defense lawyer teams that that were, you know. Uh, supposed to defend these guys weren't even allowed in the courtroom. So, uh, you, you know, it was just a show trial. A show trial in a communist country? I never would have guessed they do such things. No, no, they, they don't do those kind of things. Never would have guessed. That. It, it, it's, it's it's glorious utopia. Yes. And the trial is for the people. The trials for the people right. to show the successes of communism and all the glories and rewards of you know all the you know, whatever. So, yeah, don't try and overthrow a country. All right. So <laughs> I'm getting a little but, bit of sarcasm here today. A little bit of sarcasm. Yeah, just a little bit. I, I'm, I'm feeling <laughs> yeah, just like I'm sensing, just sensing a little bit. Of- today's just one of those off days. It's like, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like today's one of those days where I'm not in one of my usual moods. Like I'm not I'm not upset about anything today. You know, so I mean, usually I go mm-hmm. into it. I'm like charged up about something. I'm usually upset about something because of whatever. And it's like now I'm just to the point where it's, you know, I'm kind of numb to it. Nothing surprises me at this point, because after we covered what was going on yesterday f- from coast to coast, I thought none of that surprises me. Like we finished it. And I'm just like, why did I get so worked up about that? None of that surprises me. Like, I know what's coming. I know what's coming next with these people. So why does any of this get me into a point where I, I feel like I'm shocked about it when really I'm not. I guess, okay, m- maybe it's the shock value of the inaction of people. Maybe that's kind of what, what has me riled up about that stuff. I, th- I think maybe that's it. What do you think? Yes. Yeah. I have to, well, I mean, you know, I went on that rant about where, where are the people? Uh, that's kind of my opinion. I'm, I'm still frustrated with the governors and I'm frustrated with the government in general uh, because mm-hmm. they're not following the constitution but i'm also frustrated with the people because they're not uh holding government to that standard they're just allowing them see that's how the government in the u.s gets power is we allow them to enact power or we allow them to have certain rights or or powers and when we allow them to be uh, a dictator a tyrannical government you're going to lose your constitutional rights it's you're it's going to become a fascist state which we're (laughs) 
you know, we're, we're, we're on the road to fascism and, and communism now. So, uh, yeah, I, anyway, you know, I actually learned from a news article today that Ted Wheeler of Portland, Oregon is a fascist. Mm, yeah. Well, see, if anyone uh, stands against Antifa, clearly they're they're fascists. And he, was I, standing I believe, with them. Like, he was out there in the streets with he, them. He he was. But I'm at one point. But I believe he's saying that these are, are now dangerous protests, I believe he said, or, or something to that out of the fact. So well, I, what he, gave it no away? Longer, what, what gave right. it away? Was it was it the fact right. that they were throwing stuff at him? They were throwing water bottles at him. They were throwing uh, trash at him. Calling him a fascist? No, no, no. I mean, that that's no problem. No, no. See, that, that's just peaceful protesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just think it's kind of funny. It's like these people that go out there, the politicians that go out there and they support these people, the ones that are out there in the streets, when they show up at their doorstep, it's a different story for them then. What happened to Chaz? Right. Look at look at Chad or Chop or whatever the hell it was out in Seattle. They went to they walked down the street and went to the mayor's house and decided they were going to tear up her front lawn. And what did she do the next morning? The next morning, I think it was like within six hours. I mean, they were down there at like three o'clock in the morning. By 9 a.m. that morning, she had bulldozers and police going through cleaning out Chaz. Uh, uh, maybe maybe we should take note of this. You know, if if. Uh uh, we have rioters and whatnot in our city and, and the mayors are just capitulating to it. Maybe maybe we need to get a bunch of people that are, I don't know, for for the rule of law, for the, the Constitution and all that. Maybe we should all get together and just protest in front of their place and, and whatnot. And, and maybe maybe they'll uh, take action. I think it just shows the stupidity of the political class. They think that they can somehow kind of control this mob that they've created. Because that, that, I mean, let's face it, that's who's created this group of people, that type. So I think they're kind of of the opinion that if they go out there and they say, yeah, we're with you and we're we're down with the people and we're taking a knee with you and blah, blah, blah. Those people are going to take you out in the streets and gut you like a fish. You people are so stupid. You have no idea what you've created. None. Anyway, to keep these illegitimate frauds in power. And when I when I say that, I'm talking about these people that are in these cities. And yes, I'll call them illegitimate frauds, because if I talk to people in a city that are not conservative people, mind you, people that are of the Democrat origin, right, of a line of voting, and they even detest the people that hold public office. Well, how do they get elected? Well, might have an answer for you. Half a million incorrect absentee ballot applications sent across just the state of Virginia including to dead people. Approximately half a million applications sent to eligible voters in Virginia included incorrect information, and they're working diligently to address the issues, the Center for Voter Information stated. You sent out a half a million, half a million incorrect ballots, including to dead people, which there, there's no surprise there. A nonprofit group says more than half a million in, inaccurate applications for absentee ballots were mistakenly sent across. Absentee ballots? You have to be a registered voter before you can request mm -hmm. a ballot. So this is not just a simple mistake. I hate to tell you that. I know the absentee process. I do it. Absentee ballots were mistakenly sent across Virginia this week, including to dead voters, errant relatives, and even a pet. That was the dead cat that uh, died 12 years prior, I believe. In an unprecedented mailing flood. Now, see, it's the post office problem, right? It's their problem. They, they mistakenly did. Yeah, throw it onto the post office. Yeah, sure. That has heightened mm -hmm. concerns about the integrity of expanding mail-in voting efforts. The only people that are out there talking about expanding mail-in voting efforts are the Democrat Party because they can't win any other way. And don't, please, don't give me the party politics garbage, okay? 
I am not on the Republican side. I'm not on the Democrat side. I'm in the middle here. Okay, I'm just calling it like I see it. I only see one party advocating for mail-in voting. Now, that's not to say that the Republicans aren't going to use their own fraud, right? Because they do. Right. But, you know, this is one state. If you want to get rid of the idea of mail-in voting, Donald Trump just needs to come out and say, we're going to do mail-in voting. And then all the media would be totally it's a against good point. him. It's a good point. I half think that that was his hope for the uh, the, the vaccine nonsense that he started. Yeah, the... The, the thing is, is because the media is such opportunistic and they 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 just see a chance of bashing Trump or, or you know, whatever, they'll they'll jump on board. If, if he said we had to do mail in voting, for example, they'll just jump on board and say, yeah, he's right. You know, it's, it's about time that he he realized mm-hmm. it. And oh, he came to his senses or something to that effect. And it, it, it would just be it would be bad for the country is uh, as we're finding out that uh, no. Uh, but I mean, as we're finding out. Uh, look at that. There is actually problems with mail-in voting and uh, anybody that's ever sent any mail and has had it disappear or what have you, we all know that it's it's a problem. But I mean, that's what they're doing. Like they're just rolling up in neighborhoods and they're taking truckfuls of ballots and just dropping them off to whoever. Right. That's all they're yeah. doing. And like, here's another one that was out of Virginia. Right. That was five hundred thousand. This next one, this is out of Nevada. 200,000 mail-in primary ballots, primary ballots, go to the wrong addresses. Mm. I mean, that's not a problem if each state had, you know, 200 or more thousand ballots uh, misplaced or sent to the wrong place or just disappear. I mean, uh, that's not a problem at all, you know, where millions of people's votes are no longer valid or get replaced or, yeah. 1.3 million mail-in ballots... Uh, Nevada's Clark County sent during the June primary, it found that more than 223,000 of those ballots were sent to outdated addresses, Mm. leading the Postal Service to designate them as undeliverable. The undeliverable ballots accounted for 17 percent of all ballots mailed to registered voters. Mm. 17 percent of the people will not have a counted vote. That's just one mistake in one state, in one county. That's just Nevada's Clark County. So, we, we really no we, we can't we can't be doing this mail in voting garbage. I don't know where this thing came from. Where When did all this mail in voting start? I mean, all of a sudden it's just like, boom, it's there one day. We're doing mail in voting. I, I didn't even Pelosi, realize we I had think. a mail in. Sorry, what? Pelosi, I think. Was it a mail in voting thing? Like, is that where it started or did we always have it? We just haven't used it. I mean, there's there's been some circumstances of mail in voting that we could do, but it just. As far as being in the media trend and everything, yeah, I'm wanting to say it was like Pelosi or something, or um, or the right. I know it was Democrats in in, in general. Uh, because, we saw you know the, we can't go to the convention, so we're going to have to vote somehow. Right, and we saw the uh, the mail in voting things that were placed in the actual bills that we were seeing come out of the house anyway. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that was more of oh, you you can't challenge that. Um, well, yes, we can. <laughs> you can always challenge an election to a certain mm-hmm. extent, to a certain extent, until you realize, OK, well, there's really nothing here. You don't hammer it for three years and, and take some ginned up piece of garbage to a FISA court or something, you know, 17 times, for example. I, I wouldn't do that. Uh, and then you still claim that there's election fraud three years later. And now they're still talking yeah. about that. The New York Times has new intelligence today to suggest that Russia's already interfering in the 2020 election. They're already interfering. So let me get this straight. Of course they are. Let, let me get this straight. We have massive mail-in voting fraud. 17% of people can't even get the ballots to them in one county. Is that Russia's fault somehow? <laughs> 
I mean, it's it's ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous. The the whole idea of oh, well, uh, Trump Trump stole the election in in 2015 or 2016, whatever. You're saying that all the counties across the country that didn't use voting machines somehow or another they had their mind altered by Russian propaganda that caused them to vote some other way on a paper ballot. How much sense does that make? Right. It, it's ludicrous. Right. It's ludicrous. Anyway, re- regardless of that, you know, for, forget about all that. Uh, I almost, I almost said irregardless. Right? <laughs> <laughs> regardless of that, Joe Biden. Right? Has Joe Biden has he made his choice? I'm hearing that there was a mistake at Politico, and they said that he's already picked Kamala Harris. But now I see that uh, that creature from uh, Michigan. She met with him a couple of days ago at his house in Delaware. So now he's got it down to two, I think. So it's Susan Rice and Kamala Harris. Yes. Yep. That's uh, that's what the rumors are right now. Yeah. Hmm. Not sure how I feel about either one of those. I don't like either one of them. I, I don't I don't like Joe on his policies for obvious well, yeah, reasons. But, but I mean, yeah, Joe, look, I'm just going to say this about Joe. Joe, get off the stage, man. Like, seriously, just yep. go. Please. I mean, mm-hmm. like, look, dude, I, I'm not even I'm not even being funny here. You've got an issue upstairs. I don't know what it is. And quite frankly, it's none of my business. But for the sake of your health and the sake of your family, go enjoy what time you have. That's what I would say. That's what I would say to Joe Biden. If I had anything to say to the man, that's what I would say to him. I, I would disagree. It's not any of your business. I would actually say no, that it is very much your business because this is a presidential candidate. He's trying to run for president. So we as the American people, we absolutely need to know. We should know what's going on in that head of yours. Is there some kind of health issue there? Because if there's a health issue there, could you imagine Biden sitting there at a table with Putin or with any CCP member, right? Or North Korea or any of our enemies. Could you imagine him trying to sit there and have a just a discussion, not even trying to have a, um, you know, a policy discussion or any of that kind of stuff, just trying to talk with them. Could you imagine that going down? It, oh, it, would, come be, on, man. it would be horrible. Come on, man. Yeah, exactly. It, it, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he, he's. <laughs> yeah. OK. All right. I, I see your point on that. Yeah, I see your point on that. I guess my my issue to it was he doesn't need to be there in the first place. So whatever he's got going on yeah, up there, he, he should be disqualified from even being there because there's a cognitive problem. So he needs to be checked. But of course, you know, he's as healthy as a horse, just like Hillary Clinton. Oh, I wish I had the kind of energy that Hillary Clinton had. That's what her campaign was saying the last time. And the, the woman was like she was coughing up, for God's sake, on stage. Passed out on stage. And, yeah, she falls over. Like, yeah. I mean, she goes down like a side of beef in New York. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, like but it was just uh, oh, dehydration. No, it was just yeah. dehydration. Of course. Yeah, it's just yeah. dehydration. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no problem here. No, nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Don't have any EpiPens or anything like that or, you know, an ambulance or it's disguised as a black SUV. Nothing like that. Nothing. Mm, anyway. No, 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 no. No, I, I just if if there's an issue with if there's a health issue with a presidential candidate, then I mean, you have to take that into consideration. Uh, sorry, that's just the way yeah. it is. That's just the way it is. Yeah, agreed. OK, so stepping away from the politics, but keeping with the political realm, right? Political correctness. Have we noticed some issues with political correctness over the last couple of years? Have we noticed anything about that? Has there, has there been any problems um, with political correctness? A couple of years, I would say probably for the last 20 years. But yeah. 
20? Has it been that long? 20 years? Yeah, okay. It, well, early 2000s, we started seeing like the, the academic papers and stuff start coming out. And that, that's uh-huh. when it kind of started having the rumblings in the media and TV shows and whatnot. Well, NASA, right? Because we talk a lot about space here on the mornings, right? We, we talk a lot about their dealings and their findings and kind of the stuff that Elon Musk is doing to partner with NASA to take us to new places and all that stuff. And, you know, it's, it's good conversation. Well, political correctness has now hit NASA in one of the oddest ways that I think I've seen. NASA bans cosmic names like Eskimo and Siamese. Okay, well, let's find out why they did that. Their quote is, our goal is that all names are aligned with our values of diversity and inclusion. Now, think about that for just a minute. You ban names like Eskimo and Siamese, and then you turn around and say that your goal is that all names are aligned with our values of diversity and inclusion. But you ban Eskimo and Siamese. How is that diverse and inclusive? Like that, that's a, the whole thing's an oxymoron. So is it, not, is it not politically correct to have a breed of cat named Siamese cat? Or, or, you know, the, the term Siamese twins or I mean, I mean, is that not can we not do that anymore? What about an Eskimo pie? Is that now right? Is that now some kind of racism if you if you have one of those things? I mean, it's, just, it, it's crazy. NASA has continued on with their statement saying that it has become clear that certain cosmic nicknames are not only insensitive, but can be actively harmful. NASA is examining its use of unofficial terminology for cosmic object as part of its commitment to diversity, equality, and inclusion. Um, okay, so now they're they're changing. They're changing the the ones that have already been put in the books. A sun-like star that is blowing off its outer layers at the end of its life, that was previously known as the Eskimo Nebula, will now be known by its alphanumeric ID NGC two three nine two. NASA said. So we can't call it the Eskimo Nebula anymore. Apparently, that's not inclusive enough. So we have to call it NGC 2392. Eskimo is widely viewed as a colonial term with a racist history imposed on the indigenous people of Arctic regions. Most Hmm. official documents have moved away from its use, the agency's press release said. Likewise, two spiral galaxies found in the Virgo galaxy cluster that were previously known as the Siamese Twins Galaxy... Hello, Siamese twins will now be simply referred to as NGC four five six seven and NGC four five six eight. These nicknames um, and terms have go ahead. No, no. I mean, it's going to continue being called Eskimo Nebula. It's uh, it, it, this is lunacy. No. Like this, this is, is crazy. Okay, this is this is. I'll tell you what this is. This is a cult. Okay, we talked about this when we talked about the um, the psychological trauma of public health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. talked about we talked about real science or a real cult. Go listen to those two podcasts if you haven't yet. We just did them a couple of weeks ago. I would highly recommend you go and make your own decision, right? Make your own mind up. We're not trying to convince you of something. Make up your own mind. We tell you exactly where to go. We tell you exactly where we're coming from. We explain everything in detail. This is a cult. When you're going around and you're changing words, and more than that, you're not just changing the words, you're changing the meanings of those words. You're changing the definitions of those words to conform to what you're telling people that it represents. That's a cult. This is not real science. I understand we're just talking about names here, but think about the the level of hypocrisy on just its face that they're talking about. They're banning names like Eskimo and Siamese. 
right? And that's where it starts, right? That's where it starts. Before you know it, what's it going to be? Mercury, Venus, hell, Earth, Mars. You're going to change all the names here? Mm. Well, yeah. In our own to, solar system? They're, 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 they're religious terms because they're, they're from mythology. So, I mean, we have, to, we have to get rid of it. Venus, Neptune, Greek gods. Hello. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, crazy. So it's not... Uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to... It's not. This gonna is change. unbelievable, man. These nicknames and terms may... Ha- this is NASA's final statement. These nicknames and terms may have historical or cultural connotations that are objectionable or unwelcoming, and NASA is strongly committed to addressing them. Science depends on diverse contributions and benefits everyone. So this means we must make it inclusive. You're making science inclusive by excluding certain ethnic groups. Do you understand what you're doing? Like, do, do these people yeah. not even... Hello? Like, I, I just want to... I, I just want to slap these people. Like, is that... Like, I just want to knock some sense into them. Like, I, I don't know what else to do here. It's like, if you were to talk like this when I was a kid, if you were to talk like this and if you were to promote this type of thing, your parents would have knocked you upside the head and say, what in the hell's wrong with you? Do you hear how stupid you sound? Yeah, all right. We're going to have to jump out of here. I, I wanted to talk about uh, something else this morning. We don't have time. We'll just have to cover it tomorrow. So we're going to have to jump out of here. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning. Thank you.